One time for the homie DJ Screw. Already. I'm feeling throwed in this bitch. I'm so not gonna fucking sing because you're not supposed to fucking sing on a DJ Screw beat. You're not supposed to sing. I'm so high, and when I'm coming down, just met a girl, said she from the H-Town, said my name is Drizzy, ain't nobody rilla, cup inside a cup, smoking ghost face killers, got the knockers going crazy, yeah, I'm the man. No, Drizzy, no, Aubrey, get your fucking shit, and get the fuck out of Texas, that's not what DJ Screw is about. Welcome to episode three. Of the motherfucking podcast. This is The Saint. And this is Pretty Damn. Let me let me get a little flavor to that. This is Pretty Damn. With your host. I'ma buy you a drink. It's just Saint. That's all it's been. And that's all it'll ever be. Uh, unless, you know, some of the homies want to hop on. It's all good. Where did we leave off? So we did Black Cats. That was a journey. Uh, and then we did Track and Felt. That was disgusting. Episode three. I think we're walking through the doors of uh, Junior High. The number one thing to talk about with Junior High, right, is going through the, the motions, going through the phases of, of being a teenager. and being you know making your homies making that group fully established right and my circle was small as fuck but that's because you know small ass town that's fucking roque of vegas in that bitch you know what i'm saying it, it was very small small town small crew it was fine it wasn't too crazy junior high um, yeah, I think I got my license in junior high. I want to say, don't remember, but we'll go ahead and start prior to the license, um, parties, um, girls and football. Actually, no, scratch that sports. Uh, that's how I got the name crackhead. Um, yeah. And drugs were not involved, uh, in that name making process. Uh, the best part about junior high was, you know, establishing the friendships. Um, had a couple homies uh, growing up. For the sake of the conversations, I, I like to keep their names anonymous. Uh, we got a, uh, you know, the tall homie. You know, everybody knows him, Matt Mansana. Um, and yeah, he was the homie down the street. He lived, uh, he lived a couple blocks from the house. Uh, good fellow. Um, you know, lifelong homie represent, do a little, little pat on the, on the, on the chest. If you hear this and I didn't meet, you know, one of my other homies, but I did, I was friends with, uh, a guy named Dovard, right. Um, and what we used to do is 
you know, we used to go for walks around the town um, quite often. Uh, there were, you know, a few times where, you know, we would go buy alcohol, go play basketball randomly and tie the, tie the two together and drink alcohol at the basketball courts. They weren't really basketball courts, a.k.a. tennis courts, but regardless, Presidente was the shit, you know. Sorry if I'm all over the place, but you can pick up where, wherever the fuck I put it down if you want. Um, going through the motion, so junior high, I wasn't the fastest. I wasn't the strongest. I wasn't the tallest. I wasn't really shit, you know. Um, I was just that homie that could... Actually, I couldn't really do a whole lot, you know. <laughs> I wasn't really that vocal or outspoken. Um, me, me and the homie um, John and his his brother Tommy, you know, from track and felt, they, they both were, you know, we were all good friends. It was amazing. You know, we had some good fucking times. Uh, and then connecting them up with Daverd was insane. Because Dobbert had some connections. We didn't fucking know how, but he was old as fuck in our class. He just looked old. You take a picture of him as a baby, that motherfucker had a mustache and a credit score of 400. It wasn't that high, but he had one, you know, give him props for that. F- uh, future thought, you know, just want to put this for the future podcast. Uh, we actually spit flows. We used to like rap at each other. It was like through voicemail. Like not voicemail, sorry. Uh, like, like there was a, a set of people in a truck, right? Me, Manuel, and and John, and then on the other side you have like Daverd and like whoever the fuck he was with, and we would, you know, be in separate vehicles in at the park, you know, not wanting to get off because we were lazy, um, but put our shit on speaker and start fucking. Like, rapping at each other. It was weird. Very fucking weird. Speaking of fucking weird, while I was in junior high, there was a, there was a fight that we had heard about. Um, and all for, for namesakes and, you know, keeping shit anonymous, um, there was this fight uh, by this guy named Joseph and uh kyle with this other guy named kyle and you know joseph was the guy that was always getting picked on right um don't know why he was you know the homie he even had a a nickname um which i won't say on on this podcast maybe the next uh episode but you know there was a fight that you know kyle had swung hit him and and fucked him up a little bit but Joseph had that strength that you didn't know that he had. And he fucked up Kyle. And every, there was a, a small celebration for him, of course. But at the end of the day, it was it was almost like they they cheered for him that one whole day. He had that whole day, you know, to hear congratulations and the next day it was like okay we're back to picking on him we're back to you know the daily motions i never picked on picked on him just because 
he was older than me. He was a couple grades ahead of me. I think he was in my cousin's grade. You know, the one in Black Hats, um, that episode. But, yeah, he, uh, they both went on to do some crazy shit, um, which I might uh, post out that story, um, probably episode 10. We'll, we'll talk about it. We'll see what, we'll see what the fuck is up. But yeah, hearing like these things from like higher grades and, oh, you know, one of the homies, like he touched a boob today. Like, oh, great job. Like you talk to a girl. That's cool. Um, I was friends with, you know, quite a bit of girls. Yeah. None of them really liked me. They just tolerated me. They always knew, oh, Eric's just a friend. He was, he was the, he was just a friend. He was the pinguino, pinguino. Yeah, that shit did carry a little bit. After, after that, you know, uh, you know, I joined basketball. I was on the fucking JV team, of course. Uh, or actually, it's called a B team. Yeah, the fucking B team on both football and basketball. Um, but I, I want to say I picked up more phone numbers um, being in basketball than I did in uh, football. But while I was in football, nope, I think I picked about the same amount. I wasn't, you know, the best, you know, because um, I was on the bench. You know, I was riding the motherfucking pine. You fucking put the pine down. I'll go and sit on it and fucking bottle gun on fucking I got a little fucking uh, little thorn on my ass. Why? Because I wasn't the fastest. I wasn't the strong. I wasn't fucking athletic. I was just friends with athletic people who, who, in fact, uh, let me fucking, mm, okay, hold on. In fact, the people that I was friends with, amazing people, great friends, awesome friends. They were so good at sports that when they saw me, they would talk to me like, oh, hey, man, what's up? You want some water here? Boom, boom, boom. When I'm when we're running, you know, doing some fucking endurance training, doing some fucking running around the track. And they're fucking lapping me. Like, hey, Eric. And then just fucking. Dang, Eric, you're still here. Just fucking keep on going. I'm like. I'm like, what the fuck? Give me a fucking break. Trip or something. Run with me, bitch. Like, fuck, my ankle hurts. They would lap me. They would fucking uh, tackle me. I'm on the fucking B team. A, A holes. You're on the A team, assholes. The fuck? Why would you tackle me? I thought we were friends. I never took that shit to heart. I did cry a little bit, you know, when I got home. But I never took that shit to heart. Um, I think in, uh, during that time, I was like trying to smoke my first cigarette, even though I did when I was a baby, but um, my mom's never going to admit it. I do have my first memory smoking a cigarette. Uh, my uncle Frank gave it to me and uh, I think it was a marble red, uh, smoked a cigarette in front of my grandma's house on the, on the porch. And as soon as I hit that bitch, I was like, oh. <laughs> Cigarette, cigarette, cigarro. And then he was like, Hey, uh, Eric's mom, uh, look at what Eric's doing. I'm over here, caught red handed with a marble red, doing a little drug. I didn't cough, 
right? Because I ain't no bitch. But my mom did spank the shit out of me. I did cry, and I didn't smoke Mambo Reds until, uh, I want to say until like eighth grade. Yeah. It's a good time. But, yeah, these motherfuckers were, they were very fucking aggressive, which I appreciate, you know. Now that I'm older, I appreciate them fucking lapping me and shit like that. They just wanted me to be better. At least I hope they did. I don't fucking know. I, I, you know, with everyone that I meet, I hope they always do better. Um, And why I didn't get faster? Uh, It's because I didn't care. I just didn't care. There was always that that stigma of like, what are you going to do when you go to high school? What are you going to do when you graduate from high school? What is your mission in life? Like, bitch, I don't fucking know. I don't even know what I'm going to eat for lunch. Small town, you know, reference, small town reference back in the day. I don't even have money to buy anything. But I always had money to pitch in for bottles of Presidente. And if you're not aware of what Presidente is, um, it's, it's cheap liquor from Mexico. And it burns the motherfucking stomach like a motherfucker, bro. Like that shit... It's the soul, the the bottomless pit of your stomach. It just hits the very bottom. But it tasted decent. I mean, at least I remember it. Did I haven't had it? You know, now that I'm an adult, I haven't had it in a very long time. Um, but if you remember, I think it was episode one. No, I think it was. Yeah, episode one. Uh, If you can go back to listen to episode one where I talk about the legend, Guy played a big part in my junior high years. We we had these bottles, and they were amazing and very cheap. They were like 20 bucks a bottle, which, you know, of course, you could probably buy shit cheaper, whatever. We were just being introduced to alcohol. We had beers we would keep in... We, we would buy, like, 30 packs of Budweiser as junior high kids. Like, what the fuck? Budweiser? Ugh. And then we would store them in, like, an old junkyard truck just to drink out of them. Like, those were the days. You know what I'm saying? That shit didn't make no sense. It didn't make no sense. No fucking sense. But that's what it was. And we enjoyed it. You know, drank hot beers. We 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 had these bottles of liquor from the legend himself. I don't smoke anymore, you know, because I'm an adult and I want to live forever. But, you know, a cigar is always fun, too. But having having that communication of like, hey, you know, I got five. How much you got? Oh, I got I got ten. OK, how much do you got? I got five as well. Oh, shit. Okay, so it looks like we can we got 20, one, two, five, five, five. And if you put the five and carry this, that's 20 bucks. We could we could buy a pack of cigarettes and, uh, you know, a couple of drinks. Right? Right? Yeah. So that's what we did. And we would drink. Not until my freshman year of high school that I started getting deeper, deep into 
the music scene. I was, you know, I was uh, catering back and forth between, like, you know, the average fucking, um, like, DJ Screw, Hater Proof Records. My, you know, my brother was doing some DJing work for uh, a guy in uh, Minnesota um, called Little Lil Droopy. And he had a, a label called Play a City Entertainment. And... I was obsessed. I was like, hell yeah, that should be good music, right? And it was after my brother put his hands on it because he had the fucking chopped and screwed uh, mission. Like he, he made them songs chopped and screwed and it was, it was the move, you know, chopped and screwed is, and will always be, you know, something great to listen to. It's something slow, slowed down, and you know it's not it's not bad to listen to you know it it slows everything down and it just keeps that melodic type beat so when you are drunk or are you know smoking uh you know smoking that the devil's lettuce and and stuff like that um you know that's usually when these this music's amazing and, uh, yeah, and I'll talk more about it probably on the, the freshman through high school uh, episode. But getting past junior high, I think I made a lot of friends and a lot of girls. I met a lot of girls. Um, and I, I actually, like, felt comfortable, um, you know, getting away from uh, Penguino. Because when I hit the eighth grade, you know, when I started smoking, which is, this is, this is like a theory that I had for a very long time. I didn't hit my growth spurt until I smoked a cigarette and started drinking liquor. Fucking Presidente. And I wasn't doing it all the time. It was like a week, weekend thing. I'd be like, hey, mom, I'm going to play basketball. Or, hey, I'm just going to hang out with friends. But I remembered, like, what did I do different? How did I get this tall? I fucking hit a growth spurt. I went from fucking, uh, uh, fucking penguino to moetux, moyete. And now, if you don't know the origin of moetux or moyete, my dad's brother, my uncle, his actual name is Moy. I'd call him Tio Moy. M-O-Y. And growing, growing up, they said I look like him. So they would say, hey, ¿qué haces Moy Dukes? ¿Qué estás haciendo Moy Dukes? I'm like, bitch. Bitch. nothing i'm chilling i'm about to go drink and and that's pretty much how it was you know i I wasn't uh like i said i was the fastest strongest tallest but when i hit that fucking cigarette and and a couple weeks passed like that growth spurt fucking that shit was fast and with that newly anointed growth spurt i decided you know 
I, I will continue to play basketball, continue to play football. Let's do this. Playing basketball with some motherfuckers that were bigger than me was crazy. Was crazy. Because it, I didn't, I wasn't the best ball handler. I didn't handle balls pretty well. I, I, all I'm saying is when I did play basketball, the people that were taller than me would always catch the rebounds. Manuel always catching the motherfucking rebounds. He was a post. Had another full name, Buck. So so look at the Deer family. You got a Doe. You got a uh, Don. I think that's what called. Yeah. And then you got a, a Buck. B-U-C-K. Like, oh, that's a 10-point Buck. We had a motherfucking person named Buck. That's some strange-ass shit. But he was also a post, and he was a tall motherfucker, too. Later down the road, we'll go ahead and uh, when we jump into the freshman through, uh, uh, we'll, we'll do freshman to sophomore and then sophomore to junior and then junior to senior uh, next episodes. But he he went from being, it, it ties into band. It all ties into fucking band. Because once you go into band, you know, you become friends with the principal's son and then you get a golf cart and then you start running over Corky. And it's just, you don't know what the fuck I'm saying, but some people do, and it, and it shows. But there was this time um, where I was playing basketball and everything was, it was getting good, but every time I, I got better, everybody else got better, and it fucking pissed me off. It sucked. Like, I was getting better with my shots, getting faster, getting, I was doing everything right. I was never good at uh, power cleans, or not power cleans. Uh, incline bench where that shit is like seated up. I was never good at fucking doing that ever. I was okay at the bench, but I could fucking barely do the goddamn bar with the 25 pounds on that shit. Like who? No one taught this. No one, no man taught this boy how to lift weights. So I started learning from other people. In which eventually pushed me to not lift weights and instead just start fucking lifting cedar and throwing in the back of a trailer. But I rambled on a little bit, but everybody got better and it sucked. We started having uh, great out of town games. There was uh, some at Center Point, there was some Bracketville, Medina, there was some in. Uh, Campwood. Campwood is always going to be Campwood. It, it never ceases to amaze me how Campwood is the name of a town. That shit just. One of the homies used to live there for a while. And uh, I, I don't know if he was. He might have been there in junior. He, I don't know. I'll bring him onto the pod and we'll probably discuss it. But I think we, we did that whole St. Patrick's thing. Uh, during that time. So uh, long story short. So uh, we had a homie named uh, Terror Bear um, who used to live at this camp. And it was amazing because we had a lot of fun and, you know, um, met a lot of people and opened a lot of things and drank a lot of green beer. 
Um, and that's that's pretty much where I'll leave that. And paintball and glasses. Um, and a backflip naked on a trampoline. I'll, I'll leave it there now. But those things, you know, those were some good fucking times. All right. And then um, going into, you know, the phase of, oh, yeah, don't forget Junction. Shout out Junction. And then I'll take that shout out back. Fuck you, Junction, you piece of shit. Um, but we did have a time where, you know, doing that transition from eighth grade to freshman, right? Eighth to ninth grade. I started being friends with a lot of people that, you know, had graduated high school that, that were still in the town. I started knowing that, hey, you know, my neighbor, my across the street neighbor, that fool was selling some crazy stuff. And then my across the street neighbor on the other side was some was a fucking legend. And you already know who that is. Um, it was crazy, you know, um, but I can honestly say I, I solidified my friendships, you know, Um it, it it then started uh, strain, getting strained away when, you know, some of my closest friends, you know, they started getting relationships. And so during that time, you know, when a homie gets in a relationship with someone and, you know, they just want to be with that one person that's giving them that, you know, that love, it, it's kind of a... Uh, it's kind of a nuisance to to the homie, to the other homie, because he ain't got nobody. You know, he got friends, but it's just it just ch- kind of changes things. And then when that homie gets broken up, he goes through that heartbroken phase. He starts making sad songs, and okay, I'm I was talking about me. All right, let's not talk about that. But going into eighth and ninth grade, my, my homies were, were not fully solidified, but they were established. I knew these homies had my back. And at the end of the day, I think that's all what anybody really needs. Just having, you know, each other's back and shit. Um, I do want to, I do want to talk about, you know, what, what's the, what's the number one thing that, you know, a small town can can look forward to, right? You know, we want to look for growth. We want to look for expansion. You know, the education system was trash. You know, it wasn't the best. But after a while, it started getting a little bit weird. Very, very weird. What we were learning was just being pushed and then going in as a freshman they're like hey you ready for college like motherfucker what no but i'm gonna do it anyways and what really guided me was music it's what kind of pushed me to be who i am now Which is the same. I am very proud to be where I'm from. And I'm very happy for the people that I met. 
and we'll learn more soon, of course, right? Because it just doesn't stop. Everything just gets better. Tying into a great time and uh, wonderful, wonderful memories. And a lot of a lot of missing things. I, I I had like a lot of books with a lot of writing on it. I had fucking baseball cards, football cards that just disappeared. But I do know where they were last. I I know their last location. And their last locations in the same location where I left it. So, a uh, little last-minute segment thing that I'm going to do is little words of advice uh, when I'm when I'm concluding an episode is uh, be respectful until you get disrespected. And the num- and the number one phrase during that motherfucking time is. Real eyes, real lies, real lies. Yeah. This is the saint. See you at the next one.